Hello and welcome back to another episode of A Method to the Madness, our Breaking Bad edition. I'm your host, Mitchie, and joining me is Patrick. Hello. And this week we're covering Season 2, Episode 13 of Breaking Bad, titled ABQ. That's the area code for Albuquerque. This is a pretty fucking good season finale. Although it doesn't kind of finalize anything, it just makes everything worse in my opinion. But we'll discuss that. And the introduction of another great character. Yeah, which was an accident. What? Was it? Yeah, Mike. You're talking about Mike? Yeah. Mike Ehrmantraut in that scene. Boy, it's meant to be Saul Goodman doing that. Ah. Right? But Bob Odenkirk was busy for the filming of How I Met Your Mother. So they made that character for that scene, which obviously extended on to become a significant character. Oh, well, good thing they did. Good thing How I Met Your Mother came into fruition. That would make no sense if Saul did it anyway, I feel like. Yeah, yeah it's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can't, I can't see him getting his hands dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, plot. All right. Numerous investigations from the NTSB collect and catalog debris, including a half-burnt pink teddy bear that had fallen around the Whites' neighborhood. In the distance, two columns of smoke can be seen. Jesse Pinkman wakes from his heroin-induced sleep to find Jane Margolis dead, having choked on her own vomit. After a frenzied attempt at CPR, Jesse contacts Walter White for help. Feigning ignorance of Jane's death, Walt calls Saul Goodman. Saul sends Mike Ehrmantraut, a cleaner, to remove evidence of drugs from Jesse's apartment and to coach him on how to interact with authorities. Jane's father Donald arrives at the apartment to find that his daughter has died, with Jesse being interviewed by the medical examiner. Jesse is unable to look Donald in the eyes and believing himself to be responsible for Jane's death, runs off to a crack house. Walt locates Jesse and takes him to rehab. Finally, the Wikipedia description actually talks about the cold cut openings, which (laughs) is nice. What I find, like, this is a pretty big one, right? But I kind of like how it starts exactly the same as the start of this season with the hose pipe dripping. That's the exact first scene in this whole season. Oh, is it? Yeah, but when you see those two plumes of smoke... And he realizes scale of what the fuck is going on, which you don't know by the, by that point. You don't know it until the end of this episode. It's pretty fucking crazy. It You're is. like, how, you know, how do you tie this event to Walter White? <laughs> yeah, it it seems like um like you know if if you're an astute viewer watching this yeah and you're like Walt's arc this season doesn't place him in any immediate danger. Like, you know, they have to do some serious fucking heavy lifting in this episode yeah, for, yeah. like, the, <laughs> the events of whatever this is to occur. Yeah, which... Mm-hmm. The, and this is a bit right. I'm going to kind of skip forward and, and assume that we already know it's a plane crash and shit. But seeing those two body bags at the start, which has been foreshadowed, mm. I think, in a previous episode, right, where you see the two body bags, and you're like, fuck, that's got to be Walt and Skylar or some shit, you know, that's what you would assume. And then it turns out those two bodies could be whoever the fuck cares from these two planes, right? Like, it literally doesn't mean anything who those bodies are. They just happen to land there. And I was sort of at, like, what a cheap way of building suspense. Because, like, Hmm. you know, you deliberately foreshadowed this. Like, there's two people dead and you think they're of some significance. But it turns out they're literally meaningless people. But then I kind of thought about it. I'm like, but... These planes crashing, are they're a consequence of Walt's actions, right? And then to have those bodies kind of land there kind of makes it a little bit more significant. Like, the irony that these two bodies land on his house or near his house and he's the one that actually caused it. Yeah, I mean, they are... They they are his victims. I mean, in like a very detached way. I mean, if I if I was like viewing this week to week, yeah, you know, and then this was the season finale and then that was the reveal and I had to wait another year 
to see the next episode i'd be pretty pissed you know but like being yeah. able to binge this show i think you know it's it works but yeah yeah that's a good point actually yeah i i, I don't know it's kind of weird having those two bodies there kind of seems unfair almost leading you on hmm. but anyway poor jesse in this episode eh? Hmm. man him in the crack house that is a fucking moving scene holy shit yeah like when he sobs in the waltz arms and like grabs him you know because he's seriously fucked like he obviously really did love her and and it's just painful to watch you know knowing that walt knew exactly what was going on the whole time like when he gets the phone call from jesse it's almost like like he's trying to put on these expressions on his face like oh you know shit like wow that's so devastating i'm so sad and stuff as though jesse is in front of him that he needs to make these expressions but of course he doesn't need to make these expressions because he knows what's going on you know it's almost like he's trying to convince himself that oh like i didn't do anything bad i didn't know about this like he's trying to absolve himself of that guilt and then i like at the crack house when you know they're hugging and then what calls him like son and yeah man like ah man i just love the relationship it's it's so fucked up but also kind of you know nice yeah (laughs) um but what do you think of walt though he's literally like i don't know it's just what he's doing is just seems so evil yeah i mean yeah it's evil but i don't know he's trying he's 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 like deluded yeah yeah he's he's deluding himself into thinking that you know he's not as evil as he is yeah i suppose but really what he's doing is yeah truly fucked uh wait in the plot summary did we get up to when hank is talking about his his like how he suspects uh no but i don't think it comes up so you might as well talk about it yeah all right, well, I, I just love how he Hank mentions Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah. <laughs> like, because know, we know who that is now because of the Irishman. Well. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was uh, one thing I thought of. Like, I had no idea who, who yeah. the fuck this guy was before, and it would have just flew, <laughs> flown right over me, and now I know. It's so yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the benefits of doing a movie podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. I understood that reference. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of uh, the whole money laundering thing through the PayPal website, the donation website, and Skylar and, and Flynn, Walt Jr. getting really excited over it? I don't know about them. Like, I'm just, I was just thinking about the morals of this. Like, obviously, Walt's pissed off because, you know, he doesn't get to show that it's his money that he earned, blah, 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 whatever the fuck. But it's the fact that these two people, his son and his wife, kind of think like these donations are coming from somewhere, but they're obviously not. They're just all fake and scam, you know. Like, is is that also like another truly evil thing that Walt's doing? Um, I hadn't really thought about like assigning a value to it. I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't think it's evil. Do you think it's evil? Well, it's, it's like the fact that, sure, they feel joy, like his son and wife are enjoying it and they're happy that, you know, they're getting money for this treatment. But when you know that it's not coming from anywhere sincere at all, these comments are bullshit and that people don't actually care. It's so kind of, I don't know. It's just something really miserable about that to me. Right. Yeah. It's, it's funny too, how like Walt is also miserable. Yeah. Although for different reasons. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But no, I don't know. I, yeah like it is it is insincere yeah i don't think it's necessarily evil though i don't know it's just saying about it that really f- makes me feel like it's fucked up yeah okay just leading these two on to think that people care and they really the truth is the world doesn't give a fuck about him having cancer yeah right right yeah it's very yeah. like pessimistic kind of 
undertone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and also like how when the money comes in, the bell dinging is yeah. the same as Hector's bell. Oh. And, and then and then when he when walt comes in he's like can you turn that off it's almost got like a secondary layer to that like right. can you turn that off because it reminds me of that fucking chuko incident <laughs> <laughs> right i didn't even catch that yeah yeah nice uh, anyway meanwhile walt is preparing to undergo surgery to remove his cancer the website that walter jr made to bring in anonymous donations in reality being used by saul to launder walt's drug money has gained media attention due to its apparent success walt was uncomfortable in the spotlight on the day of Walt's operation, as he is put under anesthetics, he accidentally reveals the existence of a second cell phone he uses, making Skylar White suspicious of his activities again. Six weeks later, after Walt is released from the hospital, Skylar reveals to him that she has investigated his be- behavior of the past several months and found out he has lied to her many times. Walt offers to tell her everything if she stays, but she is too afraid to know and decides to leave him. By this time, Donald has returned to work as an air traffic controller. While on the job, his mind wanders back to Jane's death and his emotional state. He inadvertently allows the flight paths of two commercial airlines to cross over Albuquerque. Walt is sitting beside his swimming pool when he is startled by an explosion overhead. He looks up to see a fireball in the sky above his house, the result of an apparent mid-air collision. Moments later, a charred pink teddy bear lands in the pool. End of season. Do you remember the scene with Hank where he meets Gus Fring? Yeah. Dude, that is so good. Like, holy fuck. And then when he, when Gus Fring sees Walt's photo on the thing on the donation box and he and and you know like obviously there's just so many so much fucking irony going on like he yeah all these characters know these different people in everywhere and we're the only ones that truly know everything as the audience and and when he puts the money in there it's almost like it's kind of funny really like does gus kind of give it to him because he cares or he's trying to put on an act or is it kind of like trying to get at walt in some way like here's here's your pity money in a way like like imagine if walt found out that gus fring gave him money through a donation he would be pretty fucking pissed you know in his weird neurotic way yeah interesting i never thought about it like that i just thought like because he he sees walt's picture there you know he's curious like oh what's up with that i know that person yeah and hank hank explains it to him and then i don't know just would have been awkward to just be like oh yeah cool and then walk away you know yeah, <laughs> like true. yeah, yeah. That, that's the more obvious kind of yeah reasoning i suppose yeah yeah, yeah but i just kind of imagine if walt found out <laughs> right yeah yeah that is interesting i like that and you know like really smart by um gus to be like a sponsor of the dea yeah yeah <laughs> i mean yeah what a what what a great criminal. The second cell phone thing comes back again to haunt the story. Which is weird because I feel like Skylar knew about that and then she just dropped it, right? Yeah, so she... That, I, I agree too. At some point in this season, she was really pissed and in the next episode, it's almost like it never really happened and she's kind of happy again. So she must have believed it in the end, which is what she says at the end of this one. She's like, I had to believe the fugue state, you know, because who the fuck would ever lie about that? And I think to her then, maybe she just did convince herself that she just heard an alarm tone. She must have. Well, yeah, maybe. I think, you know, maybe she could have believed that he had a second cell phone or something. But it was more so the fact that, you know, Walt lied about it. Yeah. Walt, Walt insisted that, like, oh, no, it was it was just my alarm. And you know, that was the main thing because of... And then she lists off all his other lies, you know. Yeah. Well, I, I think it, it prompted her to investigate all those things because, obviously, those seven weeks skipped by. And, and yeah, at the, at, I really like the end of this. Like, when she says, like, oh, you know, oh, you got a second cell phone and that. And, and, and you know, she's really laying down, like, a fucking big deal here she says to him like move out i don't want you anymore right like mm. like seriously the end of their marriage kind of thing 
And you're just like, but how can you fucking say that based on him just saying, oh, what other cell phone while he was on drugs? Like, I was kind of on his side at the start of the argument. I was like, if I was her, I think it's pretty unreasonable that she's making such a big deal out of him of what he said while he was under the influence of an anesthetic ride. But then she goes through it all. Yeah. And then you realize she's done some investigating and you're like, fuck, like, Walt's fucked. Yeah. Like, she really knows what she's doing. And, and Walt's almost airtight plan this whole time, you, you kind of thought like, shit, it seemed pretty airtight, you know, like there's nothing that could link back to him. But then she just brings it all up and you're like, fuck, you didn't really think any of this through. Like, it was so easy to kind of just find out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's exactly what i was thinking too like like skylar bringing all this up just makes you realize how actually not airtight walt's plan was like it's pretty sloppy yeah yeah Yeah. especially the whole gretchen thing well yeah especially the whole his mother thing like yeah as if skylar you know didn't have any sort of contact with with walt's mother and you could she could just ask her anytime yeah that was the final pin in it wasn't it really and then I, i find it it's 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 interesting how Walt, you know, is ready to tell her everything. Yeah. If she just stays and then Skylar's like, no, I don't don't even want to know what it is. Yeah. Um. When the plane blows up over him, I was kind of thinking, like, one thing I like about the whole plane thing is that, because we talked about it last episode, like, the morals of him leaving her to die kind of makes sense from his perspective, right? Like, you could see some people doing what he did, because if it's going to fix that many issues for you to let someone die then it kind of, you know, logically makes sense. I was thinking too, like, I was almost convinced, like, with Jane's death, you probably help more people in a utilitarian way. In some way, like, you know, you probably save Jesse's life. Walt doesn't get blackmailed, which means his family don't need to find out about all this shit while the sad bit is that Jane has to die, right? But then introducing the whole plane crash thing and having the death of hundreds of people, you know, flips that upside down and you're like, shit, like maybe she should have, he should have saved her life because even from a utilitarian perspective, he actually ended up killing more people by letting her die. Yeah, it adds a whole like new moral dilemma to it just by the fact that more people die. Yeah. Also, just like really fucking crazy, not a crazy coincidence shit like, uh, because, you know, how likely is this (laughs) that two planes collide? It compelled me enough to look this up the history of like air mid-air collisions and there's a fuck ton <laughs> there are so many yeah um yeah so i guess you know probably is a thing that happens yeah yeah yeah, yeah. definitely yeah just but imagine that like you being the cause for it in some little way like that hmm. and that's what makes that bear so eerie you know it's like almost like a representation of that of the idea of cause and effect and consequences due to your actions you know everything yeah. you do has consequence and then the eye from the bear, which he keeps, yeah. is like a, you know, as I said before, the the eye of God looking, judging him constantly. Yeah, it yeah. fell from the sky too. Uh, we we promised a couple episodes back that we we're going to talk about Walter's pink sweater. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a look. Yeah, this, this is, and he's got new glasses, right? The frames are slightly different. Yeah, and he's got the, the beard now. The goatee, yeah. Yeah. Man, I, f- I really dig this look, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind of... His goatee's cool. I don't know about the pink, though. Yeah, it is strange. Yeah, I don't know. I you know, I don't, I don't know why it draws that parallel between him and the teddy bear. I don't know what pink represents to me in my mind. So, I've, I've seen some analyses of Breaking Bad uses colour. For example, in episode four of season one when he goes to Tuco's place to confront him and then he passes by some yellow windows like three yellow windows in a row and then the last one is red and then crazy eight's car when he when it pulls up is like bright yellow 
And there's a, there's a lot of use of yellow in the series, uh, denoting like danger as if, you know, like a, like a yellow stoplight as if something is about to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's up with pink, with bright pink. Yeah. It's a strange color. Well, that doesn't answer the question then. Why is it pink? We don't know. Oh, also, I know this is just like nitpicky thing, but when Walt's, you know, uh, has the anesthesia going through him, it takes like a minute for him to pass out. Like that is not how anesthesia works, is it? What? Like you're saying it's too slow to- Yeah. No, people pass out in like 10 seconds, don't they? Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I don't know much about anesthetics. I like how no one was there either. Like, they <laughs> yeah. just kind of nurses all left and then let him kind of go under. Like, yeah, you'll be right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just dope him up. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, we've got se- season three coming up soon. Ooh, exciting. Yeah. I'm so excited, actually. This is when it gets good. Yes, it is. Yeah. All right. See you next time. <laughs> see ya. Is this one of your agents? Oh, uh... Yeah, no, no, that's it's my brother-in-law. Yeah, he's got a health issue. We're we're trying to. Oh, I'm I'm very sorry. What what sort of health issue? Lung cancer. Oh, that, that's a rough one. Oh, hey, hey, you don't you don't have to do that. Please, please, I, I'm I'm happy to do it. Thank you very much. You're welcome. If you like this series, Mitch is going to tell you where you can find more of these. Yep, so you can find us on Spotify, YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. And we've also got a website, amttm.com, where you can find our fabulous episodes on Breaking Bad. If you have any questions, queries, insights, or criticism, you can send them to mail at amttm.com. And as always, thank you for listening.